This is Paul Nobles from eatbeform.com, and I am sitting here with the lovely Sarah Kumar. Sarah, if you want to say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. So, got some interesting things to, to talk about, and I'm trying to debate on, on what we should do first. So, I think I'm going to hold off on kind of the yoga talk to the, the second piece. Okay. Um, and, uh, Talk a little bit about so so uh, one of the Instagram no notifications actually I, I just mentioned to um, you know 1.3 million people that I need to disable my um, Instagram notifications because <laughs> I get too many because while we don't have as many fans on Instagram as we do on Facebook we still have like a hundred thousand or something so so it just right. ends up being way more then um, I would probably like my phone to give me on any one given occasion. But yesterday, I did get a mention. Um, I don't, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I am like the old man here. I don't totally know what um, Instagram mentions and stuff like that and how all that stuff works. Because, we, you know, I get these messages all the time. Um, and so I got a message that, uh, you know, from another nutrition company that said, you know, feel honored um, to be in Men's Journal with Eat to Perform. And so I was like, you know, kind of interested to, to see what it is. And if you're familiar with Instagram, you can't really get at the links, you know, so it yeah. took me a little bit to, to sort of figure out. But it was a article on Whole30. So here's the funny part about the article on Whole30. While I really don't like Whole30, okay, um, they're like one, and Men's Journal is like 1A. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Because Men's Journal, I feel like they're part of the problem. And so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the article. I'll talk about why, you know, um, I'm not particularly flattered to be in their article. And then... Um, you know, we'll, we'll sort of, you know, you know, talk about that whole topic. But in general, okay, so there's an article on whether or not you should give up Whole30. It's basically just a ClickBank article where they use, you know, people like myself and other macro counting people to kind of prop up the, the legitimacy of what they're saying because obviously we talk about, you know, paleo challenges and stuff like this all the time. Now, you know, what they don't see and what I see on a daily basis is that people tend to be more messed up, right? I mean, there's, you know, I, I go to a gym, um, you know, I, I try to keep my business life separate of that gym. But I think they're on like the 20th paleo challenge, you right. know, <laughs> since I joined, you know, yeah. and, and everybody looks the same. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's 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 kind of interesting because everybody's in this sort of rinse and repeat mode. And so mm -hmm. I, I should probably give a little history of why that is, because I don't think actually people know this. Right. Right. So Rob Wolf used to do the nutrition portion for CrossFit way back in the day. 
And uh, Rob is obviously well known within paleo circles. And actually, Rob is one of the good guys, I think, in terms of paleo. And, and you know, similar to the article, you know, it's hard to find fault with Whole Foods, right? Right. Totally. I mean, totally. but since I was four years old, I kind of know eating my meats and veggies was a good thing. You know, so right. I didn't I don't think I need like a whole book on meats and veggies to know that meats and veggies are good for you. OK, right. Um, the problem is, is that people aren't doing it to solve the issues that Rob was solving. Right. Rob was unhealthy um, as he took away a lot of these things and started eliminating stuff. Um, there was an RD that was quoted in the Men's Journal article and and they said a lot of stuff that I disagreed with. Um, but one of the things I did agree with is that when you're doing elimination diets, you should be doing it with a registered dietitian and not just reading some book from, right. you know, I mean, look, I'm not going to pull any punches. You know, um, Melissa, I can't remember her last name, um, but she's put out some really disturbing stuff on the whole 30 timelines on Facebook and Instagram um, that really sounds eating disorder-esque, you know? Mm -hmm. um, when you are on my side of things and people have, you know, taken their calories to an extremely low point because they've eliminated all things but five things and then you're trying to fix those problems, um, right. You really start to see how those things end up being a disaster for most people, right? And a lot of mm -hmm. times what we see is that, you know, those folks are overeating fat tremendously, undereating carbs, don't feel great, sleep poorly, right? right? They don't have like a lot of the pieces together. Um, Someone was asking about my uh, my LSU pitcher. Um, it's actually Tyler um, Skyler Green, um, you know, toasting Champ Bailey. That was the year that LSU won the national championship. A lot of people think it's like Green Bay because I live in Minnesota, but no, I'm originally from Louisiana and I'm an LSU fan. Um, and so, uh, so I'm not a big whole thirty fan from that perspective. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked about it a million different ways. Um, yeah. there's, you know, other, you know, there's the whole life challenge. There's the wrong challenge. There's all these things that basically look, if you're on your sixth, you know, paleo challenge, it didn't work for you. Move on. Right. You know? Right. Um, and you know, now apparently Lorong is giving macros we're going to talk a little bit more about macros in this discussion. But, I mean, it was just really disturbing. And not only was it disturbing, but the person prescribing the macros on the non-workout day very clearly has no idea what they're doing. Right? Oh, no. Um, and so it's just a matter of... Yeah, going as low as possible because the person's not working out for that day. And we actually had someone, you know, show me the macros and say, hey, you know, would this be okay for me to follow? And I was like, you know, you know, talk to me about what your your mindset was. And, and I said, why would why would this random number 
that someone's coming right. up with a calculator be better than customized numbers from a coach, you know? Right. Um, and, and they're like, yeah, I guess I didn't really think of it like that. And guess what? No one really thinks about it like that. You know, they are just following a prescribed template and that prescribed template without coaching is, is very poor. And in the article, we're actually compared to other macro systems. There, there was three of us in there. Um, one of which I know fairly well, the other, I don't know at all. So I can't speak to them one way or the other, but all macro systems are not created well. I mean, if if um, if you're getting spreadsheets or calculators, right, and you don't have coaching behind you, and you just try to follow those numbers and suck it up, and you're getting two hours sleep and all this other type of stuff, you know, coaching really matters with macros. Yeah. But it really matters when the coach has to say to you, okay, it's time to go the other way. And right. there just aren't many systems out there that do that. Almost every system. And frankly, I think a lot of people try to use us this way, you know, where they want to use us for the fat loss part, but they don't realize that the most important part is the not dieting part. Right. Right. Because, you know, if you just use, you know, us for the fat loss part, What's going to end up happening is you're going to lose a lot of weight and then all of a sudden you're going to, you know, be in a face full of cheesecake, you know, <laughs> drinking much more beer than you would like. And if you don't have a plan for that cheesecake and beer, you will ultimately fail. Right. And this this idea of rinse and repeat dieting sets you up for all kind of dysfunctional scenarios with thyroid, hormone regulation, yeah. all these different types of things. And so, you know. There was another thing that came up today with one of the clients. That's the other thing. I mean, this is, you know, this is, you know, an interesting piece. There's not a lot of whole people. There's not a lot of people talking to you guys about, um, you know, how to best use this information. And someone was talking about the fact that, you know, someone was posting about sugar and they asked about the specific guidelines related to sugar. And they were in a fat loss cycle. Mm -hmm. But the, very likely the person that was posting about some kind of treat that they were having was not necessarily in a fat loss cycle. You know? Right. And so making that comparison, you know, isn't always going to be the best. Not saying that you can't fit in some foods like that. But in general, you know, you really want to be focused more on starches, right? Because that's going to what that's going to be the thing that fuels greater work capacity, building muscle, all this other type of stuff. And so, like I said, um, you know, I don't know the one, but I do know the other. And, you know, they're frankly not that much different than Whole30, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you look at it, you know, the, the basis for you know, why Whole30 would work or wouldn't work would be the fact that you're under eating, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, I think it's hilarious to me that, you know, um, for the longest time, all of these paleo challenges, you know, like just keep it simple, eat whole foods, you big dummy, you know? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, they realized, oh, wait a second, we might not have it all right, 
You know, exactly. by the way, by the way, you know, Rob was one of the first people to talk about that. Rob and Mark Sisson and these guys, they really started to bring, you know, some of the science stuff like, hey, we might have had this wrong. Right. right. But the really rigid people like Cole 30, they were not nearly as as honest about that. Right. right. And, um, you know. It, it was like a year, year and a half ago where like potatoes were acceptable. And now all of a sudden they're giving macros and they don't know what they're doing when they're giving the macros. Right. Right. Um, and so just, you know, I get why they're giving macros because, you know, when you're just, you know, telling people that they can drink bacon grease for breakfast um, oh and, and that fates are good, <laughs> fats are all good, and that they never store as fat, you know, should be pretty obvious from everybody at your gym that's done their 87th paleo challenge that you can't actually store fat as fat, you know, right. um, while eating chicken and kale. Um, <laughs> we, we need a chicken and kale t-shirt so bad. Um, but, uh. But yeah, I, I just think that, you know, when you look at what we do and how we do it for people, there really is nothing out there like that. You know, there are yeah. instances okay. where, you know, if you're working with a $500 coach, you know, and, and that coach is bringing you down and working you through stress levels and making sure you're getting adequate sleep and stuff like this, and then you hit that plateau and they go ahead and, and tell you that, you know, you need to go the other way. Um, and they will, right? That's what good coaching does. What, what right. people think that coaching is, you know, um, it, it's not you get to dictate the process the whole time. Like, right. why would you be buying what we teach? You know, see, that's the problem is that people think that, you know, when you're looking at fat loss or performance or muscle gain, they think about, things the way that they think about it right rather right. than the way that from a physiological standpoint you know brad posted this morning you know dr brad you know from all the videos on the page um posted this morning about you know eight years ago when he was in school and didn't have the muscle that he has now right mm -hmm. and and you know a lot of people look at that and they don't think of the eight year part you know right and they don't realize the patience. Um, and so, um, I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll just end on that note. I think people are pretty well aware of, uh, you know, um, so I don't, I don't know what Tara's saying, but um, if you could take a look and let me know once we get to that phase, that'd be awesome. Um, hold on one second. Okay. Um, Okay, so they're saying live videos. I don't know how we would change that. Um, that seems to be. What are they saying? Seems it seems to be that it would be a Facebook thing and not a eat to perform thing. Yeah, that um, happens with the live videos sometimes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I want to talk a little bit about scientific method um, and how you solve various things. And how I'm currently trying to do that. Now, first of all, I sleep fairly well, right? I have a regular routine. Um, and 
it really started to interest me once Fitbit started bringing into these sleep stages. I've already talked, you know, multiple videos about Sleepy Time app. I have to say, now, you know, my thought process on the Sleepy Time app has sort of changed a little bit. Um, but in general, yeah. duration is good. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, various type things. So why did I get interested in yoga and why am I currently not working out, right? Um, right. Why am I currently just doing yoga? Well, there's a couple reasons. At least you're doing yoga. <laughs> what do you mean? At least you're doing yoga. At least you're doing something and nothing, not nothing. Yeah. The um, <laughs> I don't know what that contributes to the conversation, but okay. Um, but I'm going to tell you why I'm doing just yoga in just a second, right? Um, because you don't want to have too many variables when you bring a new variable in, right? And so um, I started doing yoga for a couple reasons. I've done yoga in the past. It's hot yoga. Um, in the past, I did hot yoga um, late at night. Um, and it was very hot yoga, and it was a little bit more of an advanced class. It just happened to be the class that I could go to. Um, there are varying degrees of temperature to hot yoga. And so uh, it makes a really big difference, you know, as it relates to the amount of sweat, the amount of um, distress maybe that that you're kind of putting on your body but so bringing into that that thought process when i did it last time i slept really deeply you know like drool on the pillow deep sleep right um and of course then i go okay i'm done <laughs> you know i don't i don't even remember why I stopped doing it, but I remember why I was doing it then, and I was doing it because it was just cold, and I could go into this place, and it'd be 105 mm -hmm. degrees, so I was like, this is awesome, you know, <laughs> it's not cold, um, but then I started realizing that my sleep was a little bit better, and at that point, I wasn't focused on sleep the way that I am now, right, so, um, but with the app, we see everybody's workouts and we see the people who are having success and the people that are struggling and the people that are having success a lot of them are yoga folks right. right and then the one thing that i was noticing fairly consistently was that the yoga folks were getting good sleep now the majority of the people that i'm dealing with are in fat loss right so their calories are going to be a little bit lower sometimes. But here was the interesting thing. The yoga people did not have to go to as lower calories to see the results. And I attributed that to good sleep cycles, right? And so from an outside looking in, I was like, hey, wait a second. These folks are sleeping well. They're active. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I had this new resource with the Fitbit um, related to deep sleep. So 
the way, you know, like I said, you know, when you do an experiment, you want to control as many variables as you can, you know. And so the worst thing that I would be able to do would go, okay, well, I'm going to deadlift it this time. I'm going to eat chicken and kale at this time. And then I'm going to do double sessions of yoga at night, you know. Um, and so what I did was is I kept my macros the same and I just started to do yoga for this last week. And so there's been three sessions, you know, one of which, um, two of which were back to back. The first session you would look at and you would go, oh my God, like I just changed my life, right? <laughs> because it was like an hour and a half worth of deep sleep cycles. I slept for eight hours and 20 minutes. Now here's the key point when you're looking at something from a scientific standpoint, rather than looking at it from a hopeful standpoint where you're getting frustrated nonstop. What were some other factors that went into that sleep, right? This is the part I think a lot of people ignore that that really affects their frustration level. And so this weekend, my daughter um, was qualifying for um, uh, you know, one of the processes for qualifying for nationals. So we had to wake up a little bit earlier. My sleep was not good. My deep sleep was very low, you know, um, I think it was like 16 minutes or something. And I had not seen anything that I had not seen anything. Yeah. I had not seen anything low that low. Um, and so, you know, obviously I was really super tired that day. Um, and so the night that I got, um, I always get phone calls during these podcasts. Um, but the, the night that I got, um, that eight hours and something sleep was the night after the night that I didn't have deep sleep. So you go, well, okay, this is fairly obvious that this is yeah. in relationship to the other scenario. Um, I might be wrong by one day, but, but at the, you know, at the end of the, the story, you know, I was tired going into that scenario, I slept deeper. Um, mm -hmm. So then, and I did that session at six o'clock. So, you know, if I started to, you know, go to bed around 930, it wasn't that far of a distance. Um, the next time I did yoga, um, oh, oh, so, so, okay. So, so let's, let's go, go to the next day. So the next day, this is almost unbelievable. The next day, I got zero deep sleep. What? Yeah. So I, I slept. I, I have no idea. I, you know, it's very possible that, that the strap was too tight on my arm or something like that. But I have to say, the way that I felt. Now, see, this is the other thing. You know, when you know this information, does mm -hmm. it not color your experience? Do you go, man, maybe I do feel tired. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I was able to get through that day. It was no big deal. Um, it was a it was um a long day as it related to stress. So that that could have been a contributing factor. As an example, um, when I went to bed, there was a lot going on in my brain. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about why I think some of this is successful and and why. 
you know, ultimately, even after, you know, of course, after a week, you don't know all the answers, you know, right. um, but right. but I'm starting to figure some things out. Um, and the reason why I'm figuring it out is because I'm not like, oh, my God, if I don't screw myself into the ground, I will not get fat loss or I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. Actually, my weight mm -hmm. is down, you know, um, and I attribute that to some really good sleep. Um, but also the fact that this is active, you know, um, one thing that, that is happening right now, um, is especially after yesterday, my, my resting heart rate's up a little bit. My body mm -hmm. temperature feels a little bit warmer, you know, so my body's sort of struggling there. So, you know, it's definitely going to be a yoga rest day today while I just mm -hmm. kind of relax and just see how that goes. Um, but I think what was happening, you know, it's sort of funny because, you know, I don't know anything about yoga. I have a feeling most people don't know anything about yoga. It just, you know, makes them feel relaxed, you know, but, right. but there's this word mindfulness that gets thrown out a million different times. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Tuesday, my mind was going a million miles an hour. So it was going to be very difficult for me to get to that deep sleep place, right? Um, and then on Wednesday, um, I did end up getting more deep sleep, right? Um, but it was still poor. It was like 45 minutes. Um, and that was the day that I went at 4.30. So basically the two days that I went late, right? And I was able to clear my mind, just focusing on not falling on the other person and not farting, right? Because I, I swear to you, I've never had the biggest concern about farting. Oh, God. Oh, man, it's so scary. I'd be worried about being farted on. Well, yeah. I mean, most of the classes that I've been going to, you know, haven't really been, you know, um, that busy, you know, because they're later in the day. Like yesterday, we only had three people. So I was on one side and the other gals were on the, the other side. But, um, yeah, I guess that didn't really con that really didn't occur to me. But now I suppose I'll, I'll be thinking of it nonstop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that will hurt my mindfulness. Thanks, Sarah. No, it won't, Paul. You'll be fine. Um, Don't be a baby. But I, I really want to hone in on the one thing. One, I don't know anything yet, okay? I have some idea that when I do yoga later in the night, um, that it helps with my sleep because I am able to clear my mind. Um, and focus on just that and then go to bed. Mm -hmm. um, if you were asking me what my thoughts are, my thoughts are that the 7 o'clock class would be better than the 845 class, right? And that the 430 class isn't going to be that useful for me, you know, um, because mm -hmm. there's still stuff that's going on. Um, as much as I try to detach myself in the evening from the business stuff, you know, you can't fully detach from it. You know, it's, right. it's sort of difficult. And so, um, but that's that's what I think the good majority of people do. You know, one of the things I really wanted to touch on was eustress training versus distress training, right? And distress training is basically like we all train, right? right. You're trying to um, create a stress that your body, you know, is trying to acclimate towards 
and that in theory gives you muscle or fat loss or whatever you're trying to accomplish, right? Um, and eustress training is similar to yoga. I mean, I can see instances where yoga would be distressful, you know, um, like when it was really super hot and I was doing positions that were really difficult for me. Um, I, I could, I, I felt stressed, you know, um, and now I've got the whole farting stress that I'm going to have to Can worry you about. Can you Facebook that? Because I think, I think you should Facebook live your next yoga session. Oh, no. No, I would never do that. I Honestly, I, I mean, the day that I did it, um, the first day, you know, I was really tight the first day. And I swear, if if it was being videotaped, um, pe people would think I was joking. Like, people would think that I was making fun of it or something like i'm just mm -hmm. that bad at yoga and i'm b that bad at um flexibility um but i'm very interested in you stress and this is not the first time i actually wrote an article on you stress training many many years ago um and uh you know one of the the tricks of the trade with you stress training is to do a certain amount of reps, um, get below a certain um, heart rate, and then do reps again. That mm -hmm. way your body is not overly stressed by it, but it can react to it, um, mm -hmm. which is really awesome unless you only have 15 minutes to work out, which is pretty much right. what everybody's scenario is. You know, right. So that's why everybody opts for distress training. And so um, in this scenario too, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to take the scientific method point of view with it where, you know, I'm going to control the variables and then add variables as I go, you know. But the fact that my weight is down, the fact that, um, um, you know, I'm sleeping better, so I'm getting the recovery, you right. know, when you're in these deep recovery cycles, you know, that's when your testosterone's release, HGH, you know, all these healing, IGF-1, um, all these things that are positive as it relates to kind of the, the um, you know, muscle building, holding on the muscle side of things. And so um, there's that. Um, I'm really interested in it. You know, I don't know how anxious I am to try it right now, but, you know, we'll see how long I do it. I'm more anxious to get to the point where I start adding in my deadlifts. I start adding in squats. I start yeah. adding in my That'll be interesting like to see. I would be really interested to see how you feel. Yeah. Um, and then just trying to find a good groove with all that. But I am very interested in um, doing a, a, a fat loss version of it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, can you do yoga at 7 o'clock at night, you know, lower calories to a reasonable point and still get eight hours sleep, you know? Right. I would say yeah. that there there's many examples of each performers doing that. I would say that a lot of people that come from, you know, a uninformed background really struggle with the sleep piece. And so that's what this mm -hmm. experiment is about, you know. 
Um, so we'll see how it goes. You know, it, it, it's not the answer, right? Um, but if it can be a answer, I think that that would be helpful. And I think, you know, there is a lot of questions being asked. You know, there's a lot of people talking about it because we're talking about it in the, in the private forums a lot. Um, there's a lot of people talking about doing YouTube stretching and stuff like that. I don't know that you can get the, the, the level of mindfulness, right? Right. Totally. Yeah. With all that stuff. And if you're doing Ramwad at the, at the CrossFit gym, I'm pretty sure you're not getting to that mindful place. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it's about the atmosphere and all this stuff, the, the way the room is set up and everything when you go to. Yeah. Uh, and, and not to say, you know, there was a lot of people that talked about, you know, how they've done it. And I think you could create some positive scenarios. Yeah. But, um, and, and, you know, that's, that's another thing I, I have meditated in the past. Um, mm-hmm. meditation is very difficult for me. You know, it, it, you know, the, I, one thing I really like about yoga and meditation is the idea of practice, you know, right. that you're practicing and that you're really never going to get to a place where you're perfect. You know, you're just right always working towards a little bit better. And so that, that idea of practice really, um, you know, feels right for me and my situation. Um, but you know, I can't guarantee that I'll be doing yoga, but I can't guarantee you this. If, if I can do yoga and get an hour and a half deep sleep, or if I do deadlifts (laughs) and I get, no deep sleep right De- deadlifts dead is over yeah exactly <laughs> like i'm never doing deadlifts again right <laughs> like like i don't know about anybody listening but i'm here to look good naked you know <laughs> like for real like <laughs> the the i mean i love deadlifts right i really love deadlifts and i do think that they're a part of the equation as it relates yeah. to looking good naked. But at the end yeah. of the day, you know, I'm in this exercise thing for a reason. You know? Right. And Preach. I think that there's way too many people that forget that. You know? Yeah. And they get to a place where they're almost stuck. Right? So they yeah. know if they go to CrossFit six times a week then, you know, they can keep their weight at a certain place. It's not exactly where they want to be, but they sort of feel stuck because they're eating their chicken and kale. They're going to CrossFit six times a week. And, you know, they just don't... Drinking their bacon grease with their coffee. Drinking their bacon (laughs) grease with their coffee. um, and, And they're at a comfortable place, but they haven't reached ultimately where they want to go. And see, to me... That's part of my practice, right? My practice is to figure out what does 85-year-old Paul look like? You know, right. what yeah. am I doing later on that's going to be super positive? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Amanda's saying yoga is her happy place. I sleep so much better with it. Helps to balance the stress of my week. Um, I'm really not... You know, yoga combines so well with powerlifting. That's interesting. I do want to try it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because obviously that's where, you know, the good majority. Um, I have talked about this on the podcast in the past that, 
you know, deadlifts do mess with my CNS to a certain extent and have been known to affect my sleep. So it'd be mm -hmm. nice if I could figure out a way to have that, you know, maybe deadlifts at noon, kind of a mindful place in the evening. Um, but once again, you know, I think a lot of people listen to this stuff and go, how do I find time for all this? Right. You have to figure out, you know, all of this, you know, Brad said this, and I think this is really true, um, that any kind of fat loss, performance, muscle gain, it's all about really man, it's really about managing stress. You know, I was talking to someone this week, and he was talking about he's opened up a CrossFit box and he's pouring concrete. And then his, yeah. his wife yeah. has a kid. I was like, dude, that ain't the stress that I'm talking about. The stress that I'm talking about is tell me what your sleep like. You know, he's right. like, well, I'm sleeping like four hours. I was like, don't you think that the sleep, if it were better, you'd handle all those situations a little bit better? Yeah, you lose four yeah. hours. You know, I mean, I see a lot of people... You know, every now and again, someone will say to me, I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning just so I could get in 20,000 steps. No, no, no. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. I mean, like, I'm all for more steps, but don't replace steps for sleep. That's a real right. bad trade. You know, I had to make that adjustment for myself as well. Yeah. To get a couple of more hours of sleep in the morning. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I, I think, um, no, I mean, like, you know, what you said earlier about, you know, at least you're doing yoga. They're really, you know. Well, I'm doing nothing right now. Fitness, right? Is so, a, fitness is a priority in my life, you know, so, right. so I try to work out every day if I can. I will say this. I'm pretty sure I cannot do yoga every day, you know. <laughs> not, not this, you know, not yet, that, you know. Yeah. Um, my resting heart yoga all the time when I, I mean, when I was younger, I yeah. was a big yoga person. Okay. Not and, so much anymore. And what, what did you like about it? Like what, you know, what was the appeal? The relaxation. I mean, I was, I was super flexible, but I wasn't lifting like we lift, like I lift now. Uh, but it was, it was more so the relaxation and the, um, and you, the routine of it. But now, you were pretty thin at that point, right? I was. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, like, you know, you do see a lot of different body types at yoga, but yeah. the one body type is sort of what your body type would have been way back in the day, where, right. you know, um, probably not a lot of resistance training, you know. No, none. Um, <laughs> and, you know. Like it was Pilates and yoga. That was my world back then. That yeah, I could it. totally see how you could control your weight really well. And you'd mm -hmm. feel, I mean, think about all the people that are always on the fat loss train, you know, like, do they seem relaxed? You know, um, <laughs> they seem the opposite of relaxed, yep. you know. And so, uh you know, I, I definitely get the appeal. Um, I, I just don't know that I'm at the place. I, it's, I can't say that it's relaxing. And I, I think uh, I, I kind of glossed over this a little bit. But my resting heart rate is definitely higher. You know, part of it is because it's hot yoga. And so I think my body's sort of adjusting. Yeah, the hot 
yoga definitely changes it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my body is adjusting to that heat a little bit. And I think, you know, um, kind of getting a little symptoms of overtraining, you know, because yeah. I, I mean, the one thing that is positive about, you know, being familiar with training and CNS adaptations and stuff like this is you get sort of this low grade fever, right? right? And that's that's sort of how I'm feeling right now. Don't um, sick. What now? Don't get sick. Yeah, right? Like people don't realize that. You know, this is the time that you end up getting sick, you know? Yeah. So, um and 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 what if I was a you know, I'm not I'm not going to say a moron. <laughs> but what if what if what if I just went to the gym? Right? Yeah. My heart rate's up and I just went to the gym. Like, how would that help? You and a know? ton of people do that, too. All the time, every damn day. Oh, I feel like crap. I felt like crap. I slept like crap. Kids kept me up all night. But I still did my training. <laughs> like, why? Give yeah. yourself a break. So Amanda, you know, who is a power lifter, she's talking and she says that she can only do it twice a week. Um, I do think that there's a time element for some people, while my time schedule is a little bit. Well, that's what, I, that's what, I, yeah. Like for me, as I'm thinking about integrating that in, it's another class I have to sign up for that I have to physically drive out of my hermit cave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the evening, most likely, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a time where my family, you know, we had kind of meditation period where we, you know, relaxed. I, I have to say, like, I, I, I can't honestly say that I've given meditation, you know, I've had flirtations with it, but I've never yeah. really given it a hundred percent. So it'd be interesting to know if I could get to a similar place with my mind, you know, yeah. that would allow relaxation. But I think it, I think, um, cause Brad talked about, you know, one of the things that he does is he'll go for a walk right before bed and that helps him a lot. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things that I think you can try, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. we talk about lists all the time and you know, that is the current you and know. gratitude. I, I mean, I think we, and I know we kind of talk about this all the time and different stuff, but just the feeling of gratitude. And I think that comes with the little, the meditation that I've dabbled with is about feeling like truly deep in your soul. Gratitude um, is also a form of, you know, meditation and relaxation strategy. But you have to admit, you kind of think it's a little hocus pocus though, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't do, I don't know, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm joking a little bit, but like, as uh, you know. But I think anything can be hocus pocus. Like looking at my sleep on my fitness pal, I would be a freaking lunatic if I believed everything this thing told me. Like I would be just I do it. Yeah, that that is something, you right? Know? Like you have to look like, at it, but you have to be somewhat objective. Otherwise, it can yeah. bother you. You know. Right. Um, right. I mean, going to the thing yesterday. You know, I wake up at the same time every single morning. You know, and so uh, without an alarm, right? I usually I'm gonna wake up at that time no matter what. So going to this late class, I knew it was gonna mess with my you know sleep duration. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm feeling pretty good because of the amount of deep sleep. But, yeah, you can overthink all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have to say, you know, I woke up at 5.50 and the first thing I thought was, 
do I lay here? Do I lay here? Do I lay here? You know? And like, should I, should I just look at it and see what my deep sleep was? Cause I wanted to know, you know? Yes. I and, know. But when I say the hocus pocus thing, what I'm really referring to <laughs> is, I mean like, so, okay, I'll give you. So it's always going to be good. Like, so the, as soon as you that little 12 year old boy cackle, it's going to be good. So yeah. come on. So, um, so there's that stage of yoga where it's at the end oh yeah where they give you the little speech you know and practicing mindfulness you know makes you more aware of full effort it makes you more aware of just releasing that daily stress and breathing through the problems and quiet riot and quiet riot and deaf leopard songs right like they can they could literally, and they love it when they call me Big Papa, right? Like they could. Yeah, like that's what you're thinking of, laying there. No, that's what. Like they could literally say anything. Oh, you know? yeah, the way they do it. <laughs> I love it when they call me Big Papa. Right. Um, yeah. Namaste, or put the third eye. You know, your third eye. Um, like, is that a thing? You know, where you like, you put your thumbs to your forehead. Cause this is the thing at, at, at my class. And I'm like, okay, come on. Seriously, yeah. you're punking us now. You yeah. had some weird religion going on in your yoga class. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what's funny is I'm listening to all this stuff, you know, and I, I live in, I live in um, a relatively nice suburb, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, nobody's balling out of control. There's no Ferraris in my neighborhood or anything right. like that. Um, but, you know, most of the people have, have money. Um, and as this person's talking, you know, all I'm thinking is, man, half the people in this class ain't believing none of this shit you're talking about, yeah. you know, um, in terms of, being mindful of others and making sure that, you know, um, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, like I said, I, I don't want what I, what I don't want people to do is go, okay, I'm going to do yoga because Paul's doing yoga. Right? right. What I want you to do is go, whatever you're doing, try and think of it as an experiment. Right. Right. And so there's a reason why, you know, they tell you not to, you know, quit drinking while you quit smoking and 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 then drop caffeine all at the same time. Right. You just too many things are messing with the experiment. You know, focus mm -hmm. on one thing and yeah. then you'll know the variables. And then like Amanda was saying earlier, um, Amanda's asking what kind of. Um, class mm -hmm. I'm going to it's vinyasa see that is the that is the thing so like I have to say I do get I don't know if I'm saying that right um but but uh I do feel like you know I, I want a t-shirt that says I love it when I go to vinyasa or something you know like that's a <laughs> that's a riff on <laughs> I love it when we go to vinyasa <laughs> you know um Sarah's dancing by the way just so there's like 20 people watching this. They're, they've all got tired of us at this point. Um, um, so to recap, no, I'm not going to recap. Um, anyway, uh, 
I'm, I'm assuming that there's not a whole lot of live reviews at this point. Um, no. Or no one's really pitching for that, which is perfectly fine. If you have any questions, you know, and you're a member, uh, feel free to go ahead and request a review. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. You want to say goodbye to everyone? Goodbye, everyone. Have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Yes, enjoy yourself. So what are your big Mother's Day plans? My kids all have work schedules, so I'm, I'm hoping we can do either go see Guardians of the Galaxy, because I really want to see that movie, or go bowling, or get some flowers to plant in the pots outside. You're all about those. There's a 5K. We're, our gym is having a, a Mother's Day 5K trail run. I would love it if all my kids did that with me. I think that would be a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Sherry's Berries, baby. You know? Sherry's Berries? What's that? You don't get, like, the advertisements for Sherry's Berries. Maybe it's a guy thing because, like, you know, I'm listening I to... Um, yeah, like, I'm getting, like, nonstop Sherry's Berries advertisements. Um, but my wife, uh, we go to this park um, just on the other side of Minnesota um, and have a picnic. So that's been our tradition. I think last year we were doing the 30 burpee challenge or something. Um, and we filmed it. Um, and I think she, oh, yeah. I think she beat me. Um, all right, you guys. So I appreciate everybody being here and we'll talk to you later. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Bye. Adios.